Well, hello and welcome in to another episode of Marriage Matters with Ken and Shar. It's great to have you in with us. How you doing, babe? I'm doing good today. You doing good? I'm doing good, yes. We're having fun doing this and uh, we uh, are bringing a, a pretty big tool today, right? I mean, this is a big thing we're talking it's about. It's huge, yeah. This, this episode. This. We, in fact, we thought we would do it in one, but if we want to keep these to a manageable time, I think we're going to have to do this in two I think so too. episodes probably. Mm-hmm. We... Uh, we, we, we don't rehearse this stuff. This is the stuff we go through is again, just, just to refresh all about building a right theology for marriage. I think if we understand what it is, God has designed mm-hmm. that he is the designer of it. Mm-hmm. And then, he does have a plan. Oh, it's yeah. And he, there's so much about it in the word of God. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's everywhere in scripture. It is. And what is a married man to be a woman to be? What's that marriage to look like? What is it that God is doing to glorify himself right. through a marriage? What's the purpose of this at, marriage? Big time. Mm-hmm. So, this is all the stuff we're talking about. So we do refer to the Bible a lot, right? I right. Mean, uh, well, it's hard to have only, a... <laughs> the only truth that we have. The only truth that we know for sure is truth. The the great tragedy is not having a theology for marriage and, and doing it on your own, mm-hmm. uh, off blueprint, trying to build something um, beautiful and all that God's intended to be, but not by his design. Mm-hmm. It's going to end in futility. It mm-hmm. often does, right? Yeah. Yes, it does. So this tool, we call this the forgiveness cycle, and uh, it's been a, a, a tool that we had to come across and get in our tool bag very early in our relationship. I think most relationships do because, again, as Jesus said in uh, Luke 17, in this world, it's impossible that offenses won't come. And when they come, there better be something, a, me- a mechanism that we can use that we know how to get back to unity. Or when that offense comes, it that wound results in a separation of the unity that mm-hmm. the unity between a husband and wife gets mm-hmm. disrupted, mm-hmm. right? Assaulted. Mm-hmm. And it, without some tool, some m- mechanism to bring healing and restoration recovery, couples can spend their whole life mm-hmm. disunified, broken. Yes, they can. Right? So this tool is big. It operates all the time in our marriage. I mean, we go through the cycle that we're going to explain right now is real. It, mm-hmm. And it, it sounds different at different times and different words are used, but ultimately it's the same. An offense occurs, mm-hmm. which breaks the unity. You feel it. I mean, you feel it, right? Maybe? I feel I mean, it. We, I feel it very acutely. It's, it's terrible when a husband and wife are entangled and broiled in some kind of offense, something that's hurt. And you can feel the mm-hmm. break in the unity. It's not a good feeling. Uh, how couples live in it willfully. I, I don't know. I, I am so desperate to he- bring that healing. I hate the feeling when we're not unified. Baby. I think that happens when they try to talk about it and they get nowhere and then it's over and over and over and pretty soon they just give up. Yeah, they just, just get exasperated. And, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. So if you were to draw it on a paper, just draw a big circle at the top at like what we think of as 12 o'clock, uh, the word unity, this is a one flesh relationship. Um, we had that for probably a day when we married no, until no, more than a day <laughs> until I did <laughs> or said something probably really stupid and I hurt Charlene's feelings. Now that's the offense. And that brings a disruption in the unity. It happens in every marriage. It's going to happen over and over and over again. It's impossible. The thought of a conflict free marriage. Hey, let's just agree together, gang. It's a myth. Mm-hmm. It doesn't exist. In this world, Jesus said it, it's impossible that offenses won't come. So what do we do? We have to find a way back to unity. That's mm-hmm. what everybody wants. That's what this tool is all about. Mm-hmm. Now, we 
go about it usually in all the wrong ways. We we call this stuff back backdoor attempts to get back to unity. <laughs> so yeah. let's just talk about what doesn't work <laughs> for a minute. Ignoring the problem doesn't work. That's it might for one person. But I'm good at that. Yeah. I, I'm an, I'm I'm mm -hmm. good at sticking my head pretty deep in the sand. And mm -hmm. and here here's what that sounds like in your thinking when when I've hurt Charlene and maybe for her if I'm wounded, but whatever. It, it sounds like this inside your head. Uh, they'll get over it. Mm -hmm. They'll get. They always get over it. Let's just, just give it a day or two. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Let's. You know. Okay. Give it a day or two. Mm -hmm. But the problem with that is. There's a brick now added to a wall and it's just get that wall is getting higher and higher and higher and thicker and thicker because you're not resolving anything. That kind of avoidance or ignoring that I just hurt her or she just hurt me gets us nowhere. In fact, it widens the gap between mm -hmm. us and the break of unity even gets worse and worse. And remember what we're going for here is a, Fulfilled marriage, a purposeful, intentional marriage, you bet. not just a marriage you're surviving right. and hope to make it without getting a divorce. Right on. That's not what we're what we're pressing you forward. So some of these some of these tools that we're giving you will push you. Yeah, they'll really push you. But yep. if you want the kind of marriage that God wants you to have and that is fulfilling to you both, right. all what God has planned for you, that's what these tools will help you achieve. Yep. Once that unity is broken, you're in the forgiveness cycle, whether mm -hmm. you know it or not. You put something in motion, <laughs> mm -hmm. and the only way through it is what we're sharing with you right now. These backdoor attempts don't work. You can try to ignore it. Yeah. Um, I was notorious at blame shifting. Just well, what we spoke on. You bet. We in have the last a whole episode. episode on this. Yeah. That's a backdoor. In in my my think, I'd, I'd say just really dumb stuff like honey the reason i did that or said that is because you did this well that's shifting blame that's not taking any responsibility that's making her the problem other excuses other justifications or rationalization for why we did what we did or said what we said or whatever it was mm -hmm. these back doors they simply don't bring healing yeah, they how, leave how's you. that working for no, us it, it just, doesn't bring no, us it in does unity. not work so the only way through so if you drew unity at 12 o'clock over here at three o'clock, you've got an offense that occurs mm -hmm. by six o'clock. Now you're moving through it. You're not trying to go back door to unity. You're, you're moving through the cycle. And the very first step in getting through that cycle is confession and repentance. If repentance can be made, or if there's something uh, sinful or hurtful there to the point that it's that egregious. You, you, this this turning from that, and that's what repentance means: turning from it, acknowledging our our failure. This is really important, and and a lot of the ways we can relate to this is man's relationship with God, mm -hmm. right? I mean, we're not just talking marriage. There's a picture of this mm -hmm. in redemption: man being redeemed to God. The Bible says that if we are willing to confess our sins, that He is in First John one nine, that He then as we confess that he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. The problem is these offenses, they really do separate man from God. That's the bottom line. Well, they separated man from God. They did. And uh, they separate a husband from wife yes, and a do. wife from husband. Right. This is the point. These wounds, they separate. 
Let me just read Isaiah 59. It's so revealing here. Behold, the Lord's hand is not short that it cannot save, nor is his ear dull that it cannot hear you. But your failures, we could say, your sins, your iniquities, have separated you from your God, and your sins have hidden his face from you so that he will not hear. Because of human sin, the only we can't backdoor it with God mm-hmm. either. No. Well, Lord, you know, if Adam wouldn't have sinned, then I wouldn't have inherited this nature. Oh, Lord, the woman that you gave me. Or, you know, I'm a pretty good guy. <laughs> better I'm, than some. I'm better than so many people. <laughs> I should be fine with God. Yeah. God should be great with yeah. me. And These back doors, they don't work with God and they don't work in a marriage. No, they don't. So we got to move forward. And whether we're talking a man's relationship with God or in our case here, husband and wife, the only way through that is a, a full-blown confession mm-hmm. and turning from it. The admission of guilt, I did that, I'm so sorry, is so important. And it's really, really hard for us to do. We are not good at this. No. Right? We, By nature, no. we're just not good at this. Again, we've talked about this in previous uh, podcasts that something of the fallen nature just, it just does not want to admit our own failure. Well, and, and, and it starts with our own relationship with God. We don't want to admit our failure, our need for God, our, the things that we've done to grieve him and to say that was sin. Yeah. And it's hard to confess this stuff. Yeah, with God and with our spouses. Yes. It is humbling. It's, it's hard. for With anyone, it's hard to confess and ask for re, for forgiveness. It's just hard. Yeah, absolutely. But again, with these wounds, and, and over the next couple of episodes, we're going to be talking more and more, I think, about how to recover, mm-hmm. how to get, because it's impossible that offenses won't come, how do we get through them? Mm-hmm. Because again, without some tool, without getting really good at this, uh, marriages can spend a lot of time in that fractured, disunified, broken state that none of us like. No, we just we we have to again turn to God's word and God's ways to work our way through mm-hmm. this stuff as husbands and wives. There's a there's a beautiful verse in the 32nd Psalm. David writes it. David knew sin. I mean, this is a guy though he was man after God's heart. He committed adultery. He was guilty of murder uh, to try to cover up that egregious sin in his life. And he learned the value of, uh, well, the tragedy of being separated from the God he loved, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Which is tragic when we're separated from our spouses relationally because of our, the wounds we give and hurting one another. So this is, he just writes a beautiful psalm. I think you got it there, babe. Why don't you just read verses one through five? Blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven and whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord does not impute iniquity and in whose spirit there is no deceit. Hmm. When I kept silent, my bones grew old through my groaning all the day long. For day and night, your hand was heavy upon me. My vitality was turned into the drought of summer. But then I acknowledged my sin to you, and my iniquity I have not hidden. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord, and you forgave the iniquity of my sin. Yeah, great. Think about it. Mm-hmm. Man, that's just, mm-hmm. it's Dwell beautiful. Yeah. And I think the point we're making, the, the, the big point here is that as it is with God, 
that unity is preserved through humble repentance and then the giving of forgiveness. This is how man lives in ongoing right relationship mm -hmm. with God mm -hmm. through his forgiveness and our admission. We need you, Lord, right? Mm -hmm. we, we are broken people. Mm -hmm. Same it, it is in marriage. The, uh, the need for us to acknowledge e our failures with each other and be able to go, babe, I, I did that. I'm not going to, again, blame shift or anything else. And, and then to receive forgiveness. Now, we're not going to get to the forgiveness side of this equation because as you move around this cycle, you, it starts with that offense. Now you're in it. There are no back doors. Mm -hmm. You've got to keep going. It is this unavoidable appointment that we have with confession. I've got to go here, right? Right, and it's just like our confession confession before the Lord. Sure. How long will it take? That's right. Before you will confess, right? right. And how bad does it have to get before right. you confess? Right. And it's the same in, in a uh, husband and wife relationship. Yeah, in this cycle, there's actually two big question marks. Yes, there is. One comes yes. at that point. How long until I'll humble myself and say, Charlene, I'm so sorry. I I know I did this, or or she, me. Mm -hmm. And the second question, because until that happens, you're living in, bro in a broken mm -hmm. fellowship. It is, you can pretend all you want and you can just try to wait it out and think that we get over it without going here. Mm -hmm. But you're just adding another brick on the wall. This is why people eventually will come into our home or across our dinner table or my office and will be trying to get to the root of their problems. And finally, it will it will come out. It's years of not going through this cycle. Mm -hmm. No one willing to apologize. Nobody willing to forgive. And there's nothing major. Nobody has beaten on each other. There's nobody that's a drug addict. There's no infidelity. Mm -hmm. They just have thousands upon thousands of little wounds. It's, it's death by a thousand cuts. Yeah. Unresolved conflict. Mm -hmm. there, there it is. And they've never had a tool mm -hmm. to get through it. So it's all unresolved and it's one brick on top of another until finally they're so divided. They mm -hmm. don't even, they, they don't like each other. They don't want to be together anymore. And uh, a lot of it is years and years of not quickly getting into the cycle. And this, this happens in a parent-child relationship. It happens with family members. It happens with friends. That's true except you're not one with all of those other people. We should be people, spirit-filled people should be people that are willing to take responsibility and ask for forgiveness yeah. and confess what we've done yeah. outright because we we all go there. It's not like we're um, anybody's perfect here. Yeah. <laughs> we're yeah. all broken right. people. Right. And that's why we needed the Lord to come and save us because we're broken people. And the quicker that we get to the point where we go, hey, we're not perfect, and I know I do this, and I'm sorry, and confess that. And because that brings unity with almost all people. Yeah. Just that that spirit of confession, humbleness, a humble confession before the, the Lord and in front of the person. You know, a lot of this just boils down to how desperate we are for unity. Mm -hmm. you, it does require that we desire it. We, we do. I, I, you, if you get used to and settle into a married life, that it's normal is to have very little true intimacy together, very little union together. It's not a one flesh relationship. Um, it's not vulnerable. It's coexisting together, mm -hmm. kind of a business partnership. 
then there's a there's a real chance that this cycle has never operated between you. I mean, another indication is the the words always and never. When we sit down with couples and somebody busts that out and says, he he always this and she never that. When I hear that language, a lot of time it's an indicator that they're sitting on years of unresolved wounds. Mm-hmm. They've not apologized. They're not quick to do that. Mm-hmm. Forgiveness hasn't been flowing, mm-hmm. right? So it feels like always and never. They're living in a perpetual state of uh, fractured and broken union together, right? And the way that confession looks, it doesn't, it's not like, well, what do you want me to say? I'm sorry. That's not confessing. Yeah. You know, well, okay, I'm sorry. What do you, you know, is that what you want to hear? Yeah. What do you want me to say? I'm sorry. Right. And that's not what confession looks like. We've struggled with this. This is uh, just in all openness, there's been times where Charlene has had to press me particularly where, uh, you know, I've, I've wounded her somehow, uh, always unintentionally, but it still happens. Right. And, you know, I'm sorry. And it, for whatever reason, it doesn't feel sincere. And she's had to press me pretty hard sometimes to poke around the edges of that. Why are you sorry? You know, you know, and I think though, in a true confession, you don't have to ask right. those things right. because you are convinced right. that person is truly right. sorry. Yeah. And it's the manner they come, the humility they come in. And if, if someone asks you for forgiveness, yeah. that's a different word than just saying, I'm sorry. Yeah, Forgiveness is different. Yep. And that confession breeds an act of forgiveness yeah. that you need to say, will you forgive me? Yeah. And that we don't use those words very no. often, do we? No. Our ne- in fact, our, our next episode, we're going to deal with the forgiveness side of the cycle that brings mm-hmm. us wonderfully back into unity. Mm-hmm. So this is just the first step where right. the one who has delivered the wound comes to grips with it, right? right. And w- one of the things I learned years ago was if I can, if it's more than I'm sorry, if it's more words than that, honey, I'm sorry because I know it made you feel this and explain that. What that does, I I learned that gives her uh, the sense that I I am sorry enough that I know what it did to her, mm-hmm. made her feel small or unloved or unimportant to me. So maybe try that. That's something that I think helps is not just I'm sorry, but I'm sorry for what, and I'm sorry that it made you feel this because I promised I wouldn't make you feel those mm-hmm. things when we married. And so there's there's a learning process to this, but the, the bottom line is, know this, gang, that we're not good at this. <laughs> no, I, I'm sitting here listening to him talk and think, we're just not good at this. No. We're not good at it. You're probably not that great at it. And humankind is not good at this. No. I'm not good at it with my children. I'm. Right. It's, a, it's a, such a stretch and such a work of the Holy Spirit for oh. me to get to the point where I can say, You're so right. I'm so sorry. And will you forgive me? Will you forgive me? me? Yeah. Will you forgive me? Because it's... It, just, just think about that. Yeah. When was the last time... Just think, gang, mm-hmm. about this. When was the last time you... Use those words. Right. Will you please forgive me? Yeah. Chances are, <laughs> for many, it's never. Well, sometimes we might ask God to forgive us. Sure. And that's kind of the only person that I want to confess to. Yeah. Because God, I know he will forgive me. Yeah. So it's like, and he says, 
that he will forgive me. And he tells me I need to confess and ask for forgiveness. Right. So I'm, I'm comfortable with that. Maybe because he's not sitting right here with me at the dinner table and I'm looking at his face. Sure. Unlike my husband. Right. And it's hard to look at someone, isn't it, you, Kenny? Oh. To look at them and say, It's so vulnerable. Will you forgive me? Yeah. And now we're, we're going to give an example in mm -hmm. our next episode of exactly that thing happening. Mm -hmm. uh, there, there's a wonderful example in the book of Genesis when we come to forgiveness, how forgiveness looks. Because right. this, this is a big question. What does a sincere apology look like mm -hmm. and admission? And mm -hmm. then secondly, what does a sincere, the granting of forgiveness look like? And that's where we're going in our very next episode. So we're halfway there. In this episode, we've learned that there are no back doors. This is so mm -hmm. important that you, you can't keep avoiding it. When I hurt Charlene, if I want a marriage that's really unified and there's joyful mm -hmm. union in it and, and it's intimate, then, then I have got to do business with this and admit when I failed and she's got to come to forgiveness and I've got to come to mm -hmm. forgiveness if she fails me, which we all will. Mm -hmm. So this tool, it can't get more important than this. No. And it takes two people. Yep. It takes two people here to one that, that is humble enough to ask for forgiveness and confession. Yep. And then one that's humble enough to forgive. Yep. And this, some people never get, buy this and never get around this is because it one person or both won't walk in this. Yeah. They just refuse to. Yeah. And we know that that's hard. So let's do this. Let's, let me, let's just encourage you guys. If, if, if you listen to this and you're going, you know what? I, I do need to do business with that. I, I have wounded um, mm -hmm. my attitude, which just a failure we we have all failed in so many we mm -hmm. all sin in so many ways so, right totally. so be courageous our encouragement is to go quickly mm -hmm. and use the words will you forgive me i acknowledge my failure here will you forgive me you're going to find it's very rare that i have ever walked through this cycle with a couple where someone has presented themselves in that manner in humility in that, in manner. that manner and the spouse what say no I don't forgive you. I, I just, this just doesn't happen. Wow. It, it would be really, really rare that that would happen. Mm -hmm. We want unity. We hunger for yeah, this. Man hungers for it with God. Mm -hmm. It's the, and the only way through it is admission of guilt and the receiving of forgiveness. And it's the same yep. in a marriage. And the better a couple is at this. And when you say, babe, I mean, this operates sometimes daily in our household, honey. I'm so sorry. I told you I was going to do that and I didn't do it. I'm so sorry. Now that's not a big deal. Right. Some things are not a big deal. And right. some things I have found that love covers a multitude of sins also. Yeah. yeah. When when you know your spouse and you know what kind of person they are, they're quick to right. you know, ask forgiveness or say they're sorry. Right. Some things you start overlooking a little yeah. bit because you know that they're not absolutely, you know, something that yeah. You didn't take the trash out. Oh, well, big, big deal. On the other know? hand, I know yes. when I've wounded mm -hmm. my wife, mm -hmm. I right. can feel it. You, yes. it. Do we agree? Oh, totally. That there's some things that's just not that egregious. Okay. It's like, it's like a little boo-boo, right? Yeah. What, what I'm talking about is when your own heart is mm -hmm. grieved mm -hmm. and I know I didn't mean to, but I know I hurt her. And it's disunity. I'm the source of a it's wound. It's disunity. Right. At that point, let's get through this cycle. Put that cycle in motion. Go quickly. Admit. Talk about it. Now, 
Next episode, we're going to get into the forgiveness side, mm-hmm. which can be even tougher, mm-hmm. right? So not for God, but for people. No, no, well, okay, great point. Mm-hmm. This is what's exciting. The 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 Bible promises that the forgiveness of God is immediate upon true repentance mm-hmm. and true admission, true confession. Mm-hmm. He is faithful and just, first John 1 9, mm-hmm. to forgive us our sins, cleanse us from all unrighteousness. There is no question mark on the forgiveness side. But remember, you're not married to Jesus. You're not married to God. <laughs> so could- Charlene just married a dude, right? <laughs> and I married a, a woman uh, in all of both of our flaws and forgiveness isn't mm-hmm. an automatic, no, right? It's, it's not it, always it, an automatic. It takes an intentional yes. act right. in the of the heart faith. to release that one from judgment. And that's what we're going to be talking mm-hmm. about in our very next episode. Mm-hmm. So hopefully this helped. This was good, babe. It was. Yeah. It was great. It's reminded me of how often we are through this cycle. It reminds cycle. me of, yes, it reminds <laughs> me of us. So this is good for us. Uh, it reminds us of all of us, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. Well, God bless you, gang. So glad you're with us today. Remember, your marriage matters every single day. Mm -hmm. God bless you. Until next time. Mm -hmm. Bye-bye.